Talking Marbles, a multi-episode podcast show outlining architectural and historical facts about the Parthenon and its iconic sculptural collection. Discussing the circumstances of their removal from the Acropolis and providing a comprehensive account of their institution efforts across history. This is done through personal interviews with experts, campaigners, activists and supporters from around the world. The campaign for the return of the Parthenon marbles is much older than some people believe. This year, Greece celebrates 200 years after the revolution of 1821 to free itself from a centuries-long occupation by the Ottoman Turks. In the 1830s, right after Greece gained its independence, representations were made for the return of the Parthenon sculptures. I will provide more details on the early request during the course of the show. There is no denying that the campaign in the modern times was revived by the passionate appeals by Melina Mercuri, Minister of Culture of the Hellenic Republic back in the 80s. Her voice and appeal will always be connected with Greece's demands. The Parthenon marbles are our pride. They are our identity. They are today's link with Greek excellence. They are creations synonymous with our concepts of democracy and freedom. They are to us the sublime testimony offered by Greek artists that man can be noble. They are our ancestry. They are our cultural heritage. They are our soul. Imagine if you possibly can, with slashing tools, parts of Michelangelo's paintings were ripped from the chapel vault and taken to a foreign country. Would Italy have the right to ask for the return of those parts of the Sistine Chapel masterpiece? Dr. David Wilson, director of the British Museum, keeps asking the same monotonous question. Why do we not ask for France the return of the Venus de Milo? <laughs> this question seems to me to be a deliberate smoke screen. Dr. Wilson, I believe, knows well that we think it is wrong to ask the world museums to empty themselves for foreign creation. We have repeated this again and again. The point is, that the Venus de Milo is an individual piece, a statue. The Parthenon marbles are parts of a unique monument torn from its integrity. The question is not what right does Greece have to the marbles, but rather what right does England have to the marbles? Emmanuel Comino, a Greek-Australian, took the campaign out of the boundaries of Greece and London back in the 80s with the formation of the International Organizing Committee Australia for the reunification of the Parthenon sculptures. Here is Emmanuel during a lecture in London back in 2012. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that day has come, and not only Greeks, but Phil Hellenes from all around the world have joined the Greeks who are crying out with the loudest of voices. We want them back. Why? 
because these marbles are ours. They're an irreplaceable part of Greek heritage and national identity. Usually, the great wrongs of history can't be made right. But on this occasion, a great wrong can be made right by returning the Parthenon marbles to Greece. And I asked a question. Why wouldn't they return the marbles to Greece? There is no excuse. I feel it is to the utmost importance that the British and Greek governments get together with an open mind and, and in the spirit of justice, freedom and friendship and resolve this most important cultural property dispute once and for all because this issue is not going away. The marbles need to be returned to Greece. Thank you. And Michael Repas, chairman of the American Committee during the same conference. For some people, there will never be a right time to fight for the repatriation of the Parthenon sculptures. Wait until the Olympics pass. Wait until the economic crisis passes. Wait until the British Parliament reconsiders the issue. Just wait. Wait. Wait for someone else to act or some unrelated event to transpire. The American Committee believes, however, that more than enough time has been spent waiting. The American Committee believes that advocacy of this issue should never be delayed, postponed, or abandoned. We will not advocate when it is only convenient to others. We will not wait for others to tell us when it is okay to fight for our history. We will not stop until the cause is won and the Parthenon sculptures are back in Athens. Today, today, we send a message again to the world that we are united in that goal. And who can forget the passionate appeal by Stephen Fry during the Intelligence Square debate in 2012? So, we're not talking about some simple business of an English ambassador doing a deal with a legitimate government who gave him the right to take away the stones of the temple that absolutely characterized and personified the greatest civilization the world had yet seen, the one on which ours is predicated. And all I'm saying to you is, wouldn't it be classy if we as Britons said, yes, for 200 years, it's true, we've saved it. Let's be a classy country. Let's make an exhibition in the British Museum of which Britons could be fantastically proud, which shows our curation of these extraordinary marbles and also shows their transportation back to the magnificent new Acropolis Museum where they can be reunited, not in the same temple, because that could never happen, but where within, through the glass, in the blue light of Greece, a country struggling desperately under debt, we can show them that no matter how much their sovereign debt crisis means they owe us, we will never, ever, ever be able to repay the debt that we owe Greece. Thank you. A momentum has been built, and it is now clear that the campaign is reaching new heights. Prime Minister of Greece, Kyriakos Mitsotakis, summed it up in late 2020 during the Columbia University World Leaders Forum. Reclaiming stolen artifacts is a constant um, uh, priority for the country, for our Ministry of Culture. Periodically, we do manage to recover artifacts uh, uh, that belong to, to Greece and to Greek museums, but of course, there's a jewel in the crown. 
and that is the um, what we call the Parthenon marbles. They shouldn't be called the Elgin marbles. They should be called the Parthenon marbles. The treasure that finds itself uh, today in the British Museum stolen by Lord Elgin uh, uh, during the beginning of the 19th century. I think there's more momentum today than there has ever been to actually turn marbles to Greece. Uh, we build a new Acropolis Museum. That is stunning, so there is no case to be made that we don't have a proper museum to house them. This really is, a, is an argument about the unity of the monument. And this is not just any monument. It is probably the symbol of classical Greece. Uh, I think one of the most important um, uh, monuments uh, ever constructed uh, uh, by mankind. Uh, and uh, I think there is a grassroots movement stronger than, uh, than ever to push the, the UK government actually change a, uh, a law that would allow the British Museum, whose trustees are appointed by the government, to contemplate returning the marbles to Greece. So this is a personal project for me. It's going to take time. And we have a very, very credible, both a legal case, but also a moral case, uh, why the Parthenon marbles need to be returned to Greece. And it would be, of course, a gesture, uh, symbolic importance. Of course, not all artifacts in, uh, in what we call the global um, international museums will be returned to their countries of origin, but I think the Parthenon marbles are a special case, A, because they were clearly stolen, and B, because they have to do with the unity uh, of uh, the monument. So I think they're clearly uh, in a category of, uh, of their own. Once again, major news dominate our everyday lives. Campaigning might seem out of place and out of touch, but this is exactly the reason we should never stop. We should keep talking about the marbles, the need for justice and their return back home after 220 years. And this is the objective of this upcoming podcast series, to keep talking marbles. Thank you for listening to the Talking Marbles podcast. If you found this content valuable, please subscribe, follow us on social media, write a review and share this podcast with your colleagues and friends.